you're recording. Um, so, for, for transparency and to avoid legal snags by telling people that you are recorded, Sam BK, you are currently being recorded via Skype. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> it, the the waveforms on that, so I know it's coming through. I always feel like it's not recording, but it definitely is. So that's good. I always get too, really so. scared. <laughs> It's like regardless of how many times we do this, it's like, I'm just going to wake up one day and there's going to be no audio. <laughs> and it could have been the greatest podcast of all time. But it's just gone. Oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Full screen. Ben Salt is recording the call, it says in the top one. Yeah. I just feel like so I'm at know. work. <laughs> I don't say that. Well, um, what we'll do, we'll just like let this slide into a podcast we won't even do a one two three we'll just we'll oh, just go wow. straight into this oh. and um yeah it's a new year it's a new podcast it, confetti boom, everywhere back fireworks boom i could put some animation in but we all know that we, we just we're not <laughs> no oh, oh, oh. uh so anyway yeah this is the first podcast of 2020 we are oh, wow. We are here, and to be fair, this actually already looks a lot different in some ways to the podcast. I know that it's we've amazing. Before. If you like, generally, we're just going to watch as the months go by. <laughs> we've, we've just started from nothing, and now we're here, and it's just going to be this scale. There's going to be a graph on the screen. Watch my finger. It's going to be like that—a big red line diagonally. 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 Oh, diagonally. So, yeah, uh, first part of the year. What we'll have kind of theme today is is games that we're looking forward to in 2020, which is an interesting one because we've looked through the kind of, you know, upcoming games for this year and they aren't, yeah. act, there aren't actually that There's not many. a lot. There's like some, you've got like maybe four arguably big there's the, the you know what this year it's kind of like the games for the hardcore gamers yes i feel I there's agree. a lot of those that i like i can tell you i'm looking at my playstation magazine and there's all sorts of titles in here that i know that i've seen over the years but i've just never played the game so um yeah i might mention a few but i, I don't know so we've kind of picked out two each um yeah. to to discuss <laughs> um that's all you're getting this year, guys. And to be fair, like games have become, especially new games, have become more expensive. You're talking 50, 60 pounds mm. on launch. Pre-order so, to get all the extras. So in reality, you're probably only going to pick up maybe five, six major titles through the year, unless you're a pretty hardcore gamer. It's, it's, um, diff- it's difficult. I mean, this year, I've bought more games than I've bought in my entire life. Yeah, it was a I've... really good year for gaming. It was ridiculous, and this year it's like, oh, okay. So, but you know what that means? Year. Ben, who didn't buy as many games, gets to go along and just steal <laughs> them in the PlayStation sale. Yeah, I uh, I just went straight in and. Uh, oh, whereas I'm totally gonna wait for uh, for Fallen Order on EA Access and totally get that for free, and you're gonna be like. <laughs> Oh, oh, the rage! I'm going I'm, I'm saying six months, and that thing is dropping for free. Got to do it. So, um, so anyway, before we jump into that, um, me and Sam, to be fair, we've texted each other quite a bit. We've not, we've not video called each Crazy, other, isn't it? We're not like Kevin Hart. I, 
he just video calls We actually calls saw everybody. each other on Christmas Eve for 10 minutes. <laughs> a good th- 36 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it was, was a bit... flash of my day. It was a bit... It was actually quite funny because basically we'd all arranged to meet at a time and a, at a place. And, uh, and me and Katie drove all the way from Manchester, got there <laughs> got five there minutes first. early. <laughs> and uh, where, where were Sam and CJ? Late. <laughs> it's like, well done, guys. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, but anyway, did you did you have a good Christmas? Did you have a good New Year? Did you have all of the Christmas presents that Sam BK was hoping for? Um, it's, just, it's hard when you get older, isn't it? <laughs> so tough. It's kind of like I got some really grown up presents. I got a really nice wallet <laughs> from my girlfriend. I got one of those a couple of years ago. They come in handy. But, no, but like, like they wear out. So my old one, which I showed you a few New Year's Eves ago, is now like dead. And she got me a mm. really nice new one. So I was like, oh, wow, this is actually insane. So um, yeah, I didn't get any PlayStation games this year. My girlfriend was like, I'm really annoyed I didn't get you one. But there isn't any. You've played yeah. them all this year. So I literally so, went out and bought all of the games. Yeah, so I've got like a Glastonbury um, 50th anniversary massive book. That will sit on the coffee table when we buy one of those <laughs> um, in light of our Glastonbury uh, thing next year. Um, yeah, I just got a load of cool stuff. Well, this is the most un-me present ever, but I actually really enjoyed it, so screw you. Um, we actually, my big present was a spa day. <laughs> Do you know what? That's, that is a sign of our time. It's the unmost manly thing on the Man Cave podcast. And if you know me, you will be listening to this and be like, what? Sam? Sam, <laughs> like, the man BK, that, is going to a spa. It's, it's the meme of Stone Cold Steve Austin when he's like your friend when he settles down and he's drinking the wine, not the beer. It's, just, <laughs> it's like me. It's like, oh, so what do you do the podcast with? You know, do you do it with the beer? It's like, I do it with a strong cup of char. <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah, full body massage, all that good stuff, um, and it, it was lovely. It was literally like two days after Christmas. So um, yeah, awesome. What about you? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty brilliant Christmas. I came down for Christmas, I saw family and friends, which was, you know, holla mm-hmm. nice. And then uh, New Year, you know, we celebrated in style. We went out for a cheeky meal and some drinks. It was good. It was really good. Cool. But. Uh, yeah, presents. I got a really cool little Google Home thing from my parents, which will be uh, being on the Man Cave reviews very soon. Um, oh, because that's what we do. Anything we knew we get, we just do we just a vlog on. Yeah, we get to do <laughs> vlogs and we get to do cool things. Um, yeah, and loads of like, so like what's in the pitch now was a present as well. So that was very, very nice. And Katie got me loads of very, very nice things, which, you know, I'm very happy, you know, it's, it gets to a stage where at, at Christmas, it's more the thought that goes into the present more yeah, than the exactly. physical item itself now. You know, we're not kids. We are, but... Well, not. the thing is, though, like, nowadays, I just, throughout the year, I buy myself stuff that I like, and it kind of, it doesn't ruin Christmas, but it kind of just like, you know, it just, it's like, if I see something I want, I just kind of buy it nowadays. Yeah, like as a kid, you would wait. I wouldn't get FIFA till Christmas Day. Like, well, I didn't. I waited for FIFA this year, and then the gods granted it me for free. (laughs) (laughs) So, some of you might know, I got a PS4 Pro, and I got it pre-owned, and then it broke. So, I literally went into game where I got it, and I was like, "Well, um, you know, because of like you know the hassle of having to come in and it 
breaking quite quickly. Um, is there anything you can do? They were like, well, we can give you a new one. I was like, ah, okay. A brand new one. They were like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a brand new one. And uh, I was like, well, I don't know. Is there anything you can do with like chucking any games? Totally just, oh you know, God. out there. So I got jammy. on with them. And they went, well, there's this, this pack if you, you know, it comes with COD and FIFA. I was like, sold oh. <laughs> for 10, 10 pounds. I upgraded a PlayStation and spent ten pounds and got it all for free. That's like, awesome. Oh, it's nice to get little wins like that. Just it little is. wins well, keep you going. I remember the last time I had a win, and it was when I uh, one of my customers at my old job had a four K TV that he just happened to get delivered by accident. Now this is a good story, and Ben's laughing because I never get these kind of wins. I was like, oh, this is finally like I'm going to get something jammy here. Brand new four K TV, fantastic. He did me a really cheap deal on it. Like it was below 200 pounds. And I was like, great. I've wanted a new TV for ages. And so I set it up in the man cave when I moved in. And I couldn't figure out how to get the, for some reason the PS4 wasn't, and the HDR wasn't working. So I was like, oh, I've got enough TVs anyway. I'll get around to it like two months after moving in. Finally get around to using it. I think it was maybe the, the day that you came to do one of the first <laughs> like yeah. videos. And unfortunately, on camera now, I'll show you my little um, device for recording with my phone, tripod. And it was placed, in fact, we've actually got, we can, I can show you the exact thing what happened. <laughs> I placed it there next to the TV. And oh no, I need to get the HDMI cable. So I'm reaching around, I pull it forward like that, the TV. Of course, that tripod crashes through the screen because it was a flimsy as hell screen. Bye bye 4K TV. Oh, oh, oh it so pains it was, me. And I couldn't do anything about it. It was just money down the drain when I thought I got lucky. There was a win, there was a loss, all within <laughs> the space of 36 seconds. I was oh, so I'm really worried so now, for your TV. Is your TV at the right angle now? Um, I don't even care if that one goes. <laughs> I've had it for like since 2014. <laughs> That's Meg's old one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. There's just like this recurring like recycling of our TVs that goes just, between family and friends. I refuse to spend more than like 300 quid on a TV. I just never have the money for it because it goes on something else like my car. So, and then like, for example, this year I'm going on a holiday. I'm going to Glastonbury. I'm, one of our friends is getting married. All my spare money isn't going to be able to go. I'm still doing the house up. So, ugh, will I ever get this new amazing TV? One day, Sam. Maybe I'll get a new TV and give you mine. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. Oh, well, anyway, what we'll do, Digress. a little bit, you know, a little bit of casual chat for our wonderful listeners. So, what we'll do, we'll move on to the main topic, which yeah, main I topic. think what we'll do, we'll do like... um. We'll start with games today, and then we can do a couple of movies that we're looking forward to in 2020, a couple of TV shows, you know, and a couple of sporting events. You know, the big, the big talking points on the main podcast. All of our podcast. Um. So, who wants to? Shall I start off today? Shall I start off? Yeah, go for it. Why not? Um. So I think, like we were saying just at the beginning of the show, is there aren't a huge amount of games this year. So I think. Obviously, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, which is still maybe one of the worst-named series of consoles ever, um, might be 
causing some games to kind of maybe wait for the new hardware. Um, but we have got a couple of cool ones to bring to you. So my first one is The Last of Us Part 2. The big Ooh. one probably, I think, for the year. I think on PlayStation, this is... Mm. I think this is a game I think a lot of people are looking forward to. Um, now, The Last of Us actually came out on the PS3. It did, and they remastered it. And then they remastered it. Um, it's currently on sale on the PlayStation. No, wait, you did actually get it free like two months ago on PlayStation yeah, Now. Yeah, I did. Um, oh, no, I got it free on PlayStation Plus like maybe six months ago. Oh, that's not even what I meant. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you recently got it for free on that. Or if you didn't have a PlayStation at the time, if you've been under a rock, what have you been doing? Mm. You can get it on sale now. Um, so the Last of Us original one, brilliant game that, again, like Grand Theft Auto V, I think has actually made its life kind of on the PS4. It's crazy um, that. It's crazy. Yeah. Unreal. Um, so the Last of Us Part Two kind of takes us further in time. I think the game mechanics of it look incredible. Like from the little teasers that they give me those little bits of I teasers. I mean, like and... there's a story. I didn't think it needed a sequel. I thought it would have would have been fine as a standalone, but people just loved it so much that it was kind of like, oh, we have to make a sequel. The story would have been fine. It was kind of like a not like a cliffhanger ending, but it kind of could have just been left to. I like endings yeah. where you can make up your own mind as to what what happened. But we live in 2019 and everybody needs to know everything. So Sam, we, we live in 2020 now. Oh dear God. <laughs> it's a new age. It's a new age where World War Three is new upon day. us. To be fair, The Last of Us actually could be like at this precipice where we're actually about to go into a post-apocalyptic world. And so it kind of like... Zombies. <laughs> it almost matches um, if you know Donald Trump has his way. So uh, the yeah. Last of Us could just be a recreation of the real world in a few years' time, which is <laughs> worrying. Um, but unlike the original Last of Us, which I didn't get until two years ago, even a year ago, same, yeah. same. like it was a game that kind of went under the radar, even though it won all these awards and everyone yeah. absolutely loved it. It never really grabbed me until I was a bit older. I probably will get Last of Us Part Two close to launch. I think. I think mm. because there's a lack of huge titles. I think as a standalone game, I think that might be one that I get. Over. And then we could even share it. Up to you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of them where there's not going to be any other games out, and there's a, there are those PlayStation exclusives throughout the year. Like last year, they had Days Gone, which was a zombie one that I had. And there's always just PlayStation exclusives. And I know there's a lot of people who I've spoke to who they only get PlayStation exclusives because it's a trusted thing where the game is, because it's got that tick of certification, it's going to be a really good game. Now, depending on what you thought about Days Gone, that's another topic. But um, yeah, it's and it's a weird and I'm one. I'm quite glad that they've delayed it as well. Like, yeah. Because it was meant to come out in February. And now it's May. And let's discuss WWE 2K20 and games that should not be released when they get released. I think... Push it back. I'm I'm glad that they pushed it back. Yes, it's sad. And we'd like it in February. But what would we want? A game that's out in February. It's a bit broken. It's a bit crap. And they just patch it until May. You know what? Well done, 
um, it's Naughty Dog, isn't it? Is it Naughty Dog that makes yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And yeah. I think it's going to be like, I don't know. I've, I think Uncharted 4 is in my top ta- top five games ever because it just, the story, I was like, is this going to end yet? And still be consistently good. I was like, I mean, I'm fine. I can have another twelve chapters of this game because, yeah. like, that's how Naughty Dog works. It goes in chapters and kind of things. And you're like, wow, this is like this game's going on for like hours and hours and taking up my life. But I really think because I mean, to be honest, controversial, I didn't rave about The Last of Us. I thought it was good. I liked it. It was good because it was a single player story narrative game, which there's hardly any of. And they've kind of started to do them a bit more because there's been a bit of a backlash because all the companies were just releasing online multiplayer um, because of stuff like Fortnite. But yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's probably going to be the game of the year. I'm just going to predict right now. It's coming out at a good time as well Mm. because I think there's been some games that have come out that's like too late to capture the year. So by the time like awards come out, you've kind of forgot that it was actually in that year. Yeah, it's one, it's a game, it's, it's one of those though. This is a game for people who aren't gamers. It's a story. Yeah. Games have got to the level now where they're almost like movies. You're playing it because it's like, oh, do I go to the cinema and watch this film or do I buy this game? And it's going to take up a lot more of my time. I can do it. It's like watching a TV show, sorry, more than a movie. Yeah. And if you want, you can play it on the easiest mode. There's like games have made story difficulty now. So you just yeah, walk I've through seen it. That. Yeah, it's girlfriend difficulty, and I know a lot of girls are going to hate me for that comment. <laughs> to be fair, from our YouTube analytics, we know that pretty much 100% of our audience are male, so uh, yeah. this is like a safe space. <laughs> no, yeah. our podcast but, is no, no, to I, by I girls, take that back. You, you get the point, you get the, you get the gist of it. So, um, uh, apologies, yeah. girlfriends, your difficulty is clearly much higher than us of men, because you are superior. <laughs> it's interesting because it can it's one of those that came out quite a few years ago. Well, it came out on PS3, didn't it? I never. Yeah. Pl- I think it was the first one that really did that story narrative in a game where it was kind of next level. And all the games do it now, where it's just almost like playing through a TV show or a movie. Um, so me playing the remastered version on the PS4, I was like, right, let's just see what all the hype is about. First mission was like really cool because the first mission of any game is always awesome because they put all the money into it, all the design and the story and it. And then after that, it always just goes into the game. And then the last mission is always awesome as well because they want you to have the feeling of when you start the game and it's awesome and the ending, the middle bit's always just like kind of... And what Naughty Dog do, like with Uncharted, even though the middle part of the game is kind of like, oh, this is just a game, there is like a few blips. Well, not blips, that's the wrong word. There's a a few little um, checkpoints where it's like, oh, this is a cool moment. This is a cool moment. Every couple of chapters, like it is at the start and at the end. So um, I just thought for me it was it was maybe it's because of when it was it was a PS3 game at the end of the day. Um, it was very slow paced. I was like, sometimes I was like, oh, better finish The Last of Us because I want to know what happens in the end, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it, you know, I, I think the um, the sequel is going to probably blow the original out of the water. Big big conversation. Yeah. So Sam, what's uh, what's one of your games that you're looking forward to? As of this <laughs> calendar year. Well, I'm going to start with the cover of PlayStation Magazine. And this was September's issue, <laughs> by the way. Um, Some loads of games. I, yeah, because when I used to live in the centre of Sheffield and I lived in a studio flat and I needed to get out of that Q 
cubicle, I um, sometimes went across to some of like the food halls and like just the, um, the crucible corner um, for all you snooker fans out there. And I just sat outside, had a beer, and read magazines or comics. So um, yeah, here we go for the video viewers. There you go. Cyberpunk is on the front. Twenty seven. Seven, 20, 20, how do you say it? 20, uh, 2077. 2077. <laughs> so, I think it's is... 2077, isn't it? Yeah. So, 2077. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. Are we even, are we even... <laughs> I like, by that age, are we even going to be alive? No. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. Maybe. Imagine if we're still doing the Man Cave podcast at like 85 years old. 70 years. <laughs> We've been doing this. <laughs> and we still can't work out how to do split screen video calling. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah well, no, basically. Big game, big game. It's, it's basically, this game is going to be apparently the best game of all time. That's all big the press hype. is. That's, that's it, basically. Because... Now, obviously, it's just come out on TV. The Witcher is a TV show now. Mm. And this was based on a game called The Witcher, which I just bought, like, this week. Yeah. I've just got it, because this is kind of like The Last of Us. It was a last-gen game that's been remastered, and everybody raves about it like it's the best thing in the world. So it's kind of interesting, actually. You've got Last of Us and The Witcher, which both people thought were kind of like game of the decade, right? Yeah. And then in the same year... We've got Last of Us Part 2 and Cyberpunk, which is why I went on to The Witcher, is made by the people who made The Witcher. Ooh. So it's it's a completely different game. You've gone from medieval Skyrim kind of game. Um, it's kind of, it's actually, it's like a medieval um, Zero Dawn, you know, Horizon. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like that, but it's a lot more detailed. I've only been playing two seconds and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to take up my whole year. Um and yeah, but it's it's multi strand But this is obviously, as I've said, it's set in the the seventies, <laughs> in the yeah. future, and it looks a seventies that we're probably closer to now than we are away. Sort Ooh. of, <laughs> almost. But it, it's it's completely like set in the future. It's like it? it's like GTA set in the future. It looks absolutely ridiculous. My only gripe with it is, is that it's it's first person camera, not third person, and it sometimes switches to third person. It's like Far Cry camera. Yeah. So, which I'm not the biggest like. I know, but the, I but can't the thing tell if it's is, more immersive or. Well, they've they've made a point of sticking by it. They've talked about it a lot in the press for it. How people were going on about it, and they've said, no matter what we've done, it just had to be first person because it's supposed to be like not VR, but it's supposed to be immersive, and you get to pick, I think, three different um, stories. Yeah. There's like the um, the street kid, the hacker, and the um, uh, the business who works with the machine, like that kind of guy. So it'll be very interesting, and it's all any your decisions make the story. There's unlimited side quests, apparently. Like it's going to be ridiculous when you're it's, walking it's around. It's going to be cities. one of them where I feel like with this, the the kind of promise of such huge games, you know, mm. like um, what's that? Uh, no man's sky yeah and i feel like sometimes <laughs> and i and i heard um i think it was on i want to say funhouse's uh, dude soup podcast and they were yeah. kind of saying that the problem that you have sometimes with these huge games is mm. 
actually as a consumer i want to be told where i'm going like mm. this 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 is my story and and this is where i get off and then i get off here whereas if you're kind of gone hey you've got a whole world go do what you want it's like um but i but i don't know what to do that's true like that's true it's it's, it's one a of those fine line that's the thing that i i couldn't play skyrim when i was younger it's like one of those mm. games that I got it from game. It was really cheap, and I started it, and I was like, "This looks awesome! It looks like I could do absolutely anything in the world." Maybe it was because it was I was too young, but I was like, "It's just too much." But I also like playing multiple games. Like, yeah, you I like, like to, to dip play in an hour or two hours of like one game. Like last night, I played a bit of Gran Turismo Sport, and then I went to play on a bit of FIFA. Like. I like yeah. that kind of different. Whereas I feel like with games like that, it's like right, I have to play that one game. That's all I can play for three to four weeks. It's like it's pretty difficult. It's a it's a difficult proposition. But I agree. They've gone. They've obviously gone big money because they've got Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he's just he's just everywhere. That bloke, isn't he? You know, he's the biggest action guy in the world right now. But um, yeah, it it, it I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna kind of. I don't like first person games. But one, the best first-person game I've ever played was Alien: Isolation, and I think if it's, and I think it's going to be a bit more difficult than that. But I think maybe if I, if I have enjoyed one game that's first-person, I can enjoy another. So nice. Well, I'll uh, I'll swiftly march us on to a game that's definitely not first-person, um, and it's a game that I think probably has maybe suffered from some of its uh, predecessors maybe not hitting the the hype mark as much as um potentially it could have done uh, but that's watchdog legion mm. so having having a look through the kind of list of games that are coming out um what i quite like about what sometimes ubisoft do and i think they've actually learned from the assassin's creed franchise is take a break like you know what sometimes actually go in do you know what? We don't need to release a game every single year because what that does, it puts stress on um, our development house and potentially the ideas that we come up with aren't the best ideas and it's kind of a bit rushed and blah, 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 blah. And by the time they've fixed it, they've got a new game to worry about. Um, so I think they've probably had a good two-year break, um, two-bit mm. year break. I've not seen a Watch Dogs game. No, I, I, it came out like at the, I, it's in my collection underneath my desk with all my games. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I had Watch Dogs Two when it came out, and I like, I bought it like, like I pre-ordered it as well because yeah. I um, it's funny you know, everybody hated the original, I effing loved it. See, I enjoyed <laughs> it, but it it was it was flawed. It it got very quickly. It was like oh, I've unlocked these things. Oh, I do the same thing. Oh, again. Oh, that was, like, for me, that was its only... Stuck in that I thought the, the story was phenomenal. It was, yeah, the storyline was good. It was... It's awesome. You get to... I can remember the TV advert for it. I was at uni at the time, and one of my flatmates or friends at the time was like, oh, that looks like an awesome game. Because you get to... Con- in this world we live in, you, you know, you're always on your phone. You get to control the world with your phone. You can yeah. hack into the, the lights, the streetcars... It made it made me want GTA to kind of be like it. How if the cops are chasing after me, I'm just going to pull some pillars out of the ground. Yeah, and and it, annoyingly, they kind of took a lot of the stuff out of the first game in the second game, and I really liked it. So the second game I didn't like as much as the first one, but the people who hated the first one liked the second one. So 
who knows? Let's it's, see if they find a middle ground. Let's fi- yeah, one. because it's 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 a difficult. It looks like a really fun game. You know, you get to they've got this thing where you can basically recruit anyone in. It's set in London, which is awesome because there's not many games yes. set in London, which is that's what I liked about this. Yeah, one. it's going to set it apart. It's not going to be a massive part. I think you'll get like Piccadilly Circus and some other bits, but um, I think. Well, no, Ubisoft usually try to get. Like a full, so like Assassin's Creed or- um, say, yeah. Origins was the apparently the best three D model of ancient Egypt ever created. Mm. So not just in games, but like historically, life. if you want to go to ancient Egypt, buy Assassin's Creed. So I think that I, they've got the license power to probably just nail London. Yeah, well, I mean, Watch Dogs Two, they did San Francisco, and yeah. oh my god, it was. I was like, I want to go on a holiday to San Francisco. <laughs> and the first one was in Chicago. Wasn't Chicago, it? yeah, they did that really well um, as well. The second one was more based around like you were a team and you could play as multiple different people. Um, I just think uh, I'm gonna get it because I got the I got the first two. I I like the idea of it. It's technology. You can hack into the world. You can hack people. Like you you walk past someone and you can nick fifty pounds off of them. It's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just and, and and as well when you walk past someone, you'll get their age, their name, their occupation. Yeah, the conversations when you walk past people are really funny. Like in GTA, it's a lot. It's it's a light GTA, but without all the violence. It does have a bit of violence in it. What they do as well is you can either choose to be completely um, non-violent, or yeah. yeah, so you can either just knock people out or kill them. You can play the game without killing anyone, basically. If you want, if you I think so, was so. there a trophy for that in the first one? Uh, no, like no, no. The first that. one you had to kill people. The second one, um, it, it was in the second one that, that you. But the second one, one thing that annoyed me, and it's kind of, I think after EA Games, Ubisoft is probably the most annoying DLC company because I got the game right, and it was like so easy. It was really bothering me how easy. Maybe it's because I played the first Watch Dogs game, but all the puzzles I'd figured out, and it was cool how you got all these different robots that you could get to take out your enemies whilst you were being stealthy. But on the DLC that came out after I completed the game, it's like, oh, here's um, in the new DLC, there's harder difficulty. I was like, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? That's just unnecessary. You know, I was just like, well, I've completed it now. You know what I mean? Why would you go through it again? Why would I go through it again? So. Um, a lot of people complain about that, and yeah, that's so. I'm um, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what the reviews. I will get it like. though. Um, but anyway, what what's your uh, what's one of another game that you're looking forward to? Well, I was going to say that one. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was slightly stitched up. However, luckily, I've been doing a lot of research, and there was a bunch of games I could have said. So there was. Um, an interesting one that you won't have heard of is called Skull and Bones. Okay, so this is basically Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but in its own game, own universe, Very and it was nice. promised at E3, not last year, the year before, and then it didn't appear at this year's. And basically, it's you're a pirate, basically, because that's what Assassin's Creed. I think Black I think Flag. you've mentioned this to me, but before, it's not. Yeah. But then I just did a bit of research before our pod, and apparently everyone's complaining because apparently they've taken all the Assassin's Creedy stuff out of it. They, 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 there was a trailer of some like uh, you know the the boat battles on Assassin's Creed. 
Yeah. They're kind of awesome where you get to, you know, you've got all different ways you can kit out your pirate ship and fire across at people. But apparently, all the plunder and pillage and like searching for treasure and stuff, I could be wrong, is like been taken out. So it's like, well, what's the game going to be? Just fighting pirate ships. So I couldn't. Um, sea of Thieves already out there. Exactly. That, isn't there? Exactly. Um, it looks a bit better than Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves looks more like a party game, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I didn't want to pick that one because they haven't given enough information on it. Then the next two, um, you know what? I think I've actually forgotten what one of them was, so I'm just going to go in with... Oh, no, that was it. I was in game last year, and I was there was a demo, and it was Dragon Ball Z, right? And I've never watched Dragon Ball Z in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm stood there playing it. Oh my god! It was like the best fighting thing ever. Because like you know, in Dragon Ball Z, like let's just imagine you're in the middle of like a desert or a mountain, and you can just jump as far as you want into the sky and just punch each other and knock. It. It's like Tekken, but you can fly around. That sounds brilliant. It, it looked and it played awesome. I was like, I don't even like Dragon Ball Z, but this is like this is kind of awesome. So I'm not going with that one. <laughs> it's just a you game. just wanted to say that looks it, good. It was a nearly for me. Um, the one that I am going to pick is, I don't even know if I'm going to say it right, but it's called Ghost of Tsushima. Now... This this came up in the list of... Yeah. It like one of the games that is kind of like... I don't know, I've just never played, I don't think. No, so it's basically, it's by Sucker Punch Productions, okay? Now, they made Infamous. Can you remember Infamous? Yeah, I can, That was an yeah. awesome game. They were good. That was I the game... Them. That you, you you got infamous free because people hacked in and stole people's PlayStation details <laughs> on the PS3. Yes, can you remember that? I remember that. That's that's the years old when we were at university. They're the, they're the good old days. Well, that was the first time I think they started giving games away for free, and so it's made by the people who made Infamous. Now it looks like it looks like the most beautiful game ever. You're a samurai. And the combat looks absolutely ridiculous. I've seen a trailer for it. That's all I know. It looks visually unbelievable. It's gonna. It looks more beautiful than like The Last of Us Two. It just looks incredible. I'm not sure how difficult it is. There was that samurai game that came out this year. It was really difficult. That's kind of like Bloodborne. Um, the name kind of escapes me, but it's. It, oh, it, yeah. Yeah. But. And I thought when that game came out, it was this one, but it's not. Um, it's two separate releases that are about Samurais, but Ghost of Tsushima, it looks kind of awesome. Um, I think it's kind of be... This is kind of the unknown pick that probably could get Game of the Year that you're not expecting to. It could be. It's kind of like that Roma film that won at the Oscars. And it was yeah. like, oh, this is the best film. It was like, never heard I've it. never even heard that happens of at the this Oscars film. every few years, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like a film I've never even heard of, not heard any sort of hype I about. I enjoy that though because movie right, of the year. Slightly off topic, I wish they did that at the music awards because it's just from me being a musician. If it was more like underground people, and I think the critics' choice is a really good thing, but apart from that, it's just the same. It's just a popularity contest, and at the Oscars, oh, yeah. you get a movie that you've never heard of. You're like, oh, okay, cool, nice one. I'll check it out. If it was like an artist that you've never heard of, but anyway. But I I usually find that because I don't own like a Switch or anything like that. Yeah. A lot of the Game of the Year contenders, it's like, oh, and this another one from Nintendo. Oh, and here's another one for the Switch. And you're just like, I'm clearly missing out on something. Well, I, but that's actually, it, I got my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, it does seem like that happens a lot. 
I got um, my girlfriend uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch for Christmas. And that was apparently, that, that wasn't just game of the year. That's been put in the top 10 games of all time. That, that's been and that list is very sacred on IGN like if you look at it it's got yeah. like like the original Mario and there's, there's not a lot of recent games that are in that list so um I think yeah we should talk about that I'm going to try and play it after she does <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, I love uh, that but yeah I think um I think that could be one of those games where we kind of go hey do you know what it's not a racing game it's not a, mm. a sports based game it's not a kind of a, a traditional game we go after maybe that could be us like going into the world of hey let's uh, let's see what else is out there in the big, um, bad that's world what I think of this year is going to be then games. i think it's going to yeah. be like this is the game that i think we should all try games that we've not played there's going to be the big ones like last of us 2 and watch dogs etc cyberpunk but why, like me, for example, I've, I've bought The Witcher. It's like five years old, but everybody raved about it. I'm going back and playing it. It is a bit, you can tell it's five years old, but it's still a game and it's still good. So maybe we should be like trying those games that we thought, you know what, here's another one. I never got the latest Tomb Raider series and it looks so good. And I've just oh. never, there's always been another game out. Yeah. And they I, look so good. I loved the the recent ones. They They are, they're my uncharted i don't know exactly why, but... yeah well it's like it's like uncharted i think it's a bit more mature and adult and um, with some darker themes but every time last year i wanted to get a game i was like oh i'll get it oh no red dead redemption 2 came out well the one of them which is a ps4 enhanced game which i've already got on the xbox for free so i didn't buy it um but it's like three pounds oh wow three pounds for like a banging game that's a de- I I think PlayStation should do their January sale more often because <laughs> because be I bought, one in four months. I've bought like two or three games which I was like, do you know what? I probably wouldn't have bought, but you kind of go, actually, it seems like such a good deal that you kind of like, well, even if it's not that great, you don't feel that ripped off that you've bought it. Whereas a lot of the time, if you spend fifty pounds on a game, it's a bit crap. You're like, hmm, mm. I was a bit disappointed. You spend. Fifteen pounds in a game, you're like, well, everyone's a winner. So yeah, PlayStation, you should do this more often. Mm. Congratulations. Is there any? Um, I know you've got an X. Sorry to cut you off, Ben. You've got an Xbox. Is there any Xbox releases next year? The uh, do you know what? When I was going through the list, there's Halo, right? There's Halo Infinite that's coming out. Uh huh. Um, I like Halo, but I feel like they're all very samey. It's kind of like Call of Duty, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those big franchises that I, I played one, two, and another one. Mm. And I've even got the whole Master Chief collection thing, but I've never really delved like it. All right. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to see another Forza, but I think they're putting a lot of their energy probably into the next Xbox to kind of release a... Yeah. So it, it'll probably be that you'd see the best out of the next Forza on the new Xbox. Uh, which okay. probably I'm not going to buy until a year after the PlayStation because yeah. it'd be the PS5, then I'd get the Xbox. But yeah. we shall see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I think a nice little delve into the world of 2020. Audience, if you're still with us, let us know in the comments or wherever you can what games you're also looking forward to this year. Or if you like us and you feel like there's a few, but not a huge amount. Um 
but yeah, exciting times. Exciting times. Definitely. Well, with that, I think we've, that's a lovely rounded podcast. That's literally about my commute home. So that's <laughs> that's how we judge this. Sam's commute home is three minutes, so uh, it'd be the shortest podcast ever, whereas mine's about half an hour. So um, <laughs> that, that's yeah. how we're going to judge this now. Um, but anyway, that's us. That's Ben. Hope you enjoyed. And Sam, even though he didn't get the cue to say his name. No, I was talking already. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode of Ziman Cave Podcast. Au revoir. Au revoir. (laughs) Uh, Right.